0: Welcome to this week's edition of Coach Prep. Coach Don and I are working on episode number 157. We're working remote this week. And if you listen to the Everything Fast Pitch podcast this week, you know that uh, Coach Tory had a little medical setback. It's going to be a little bit before I'll be driving around the greater Atlanta area to get to the podcast studio. But uh, we're going to do it remote for a couple of weeks, and then things are getting back to normal. And I'm a million percent better than I was a week ago, and I appreciate everybody who's been thinking about me. So um, our topic today for number 157 is going to be advice on what to do when everything just seems to be going wrong at the ballpark. Before we get into that topic, let's talk about our sponsors first, the Anderson Bat Company. Everything Fast Pitch is very proud to have Anderson Bat Company as our presenting sponsor. Anderson Bat Company is using the latest and greatest bat technology to corner the market in the fast pitch world. They have the minus 9 rocket tech, the minus 10 carbon, and the minus 11 carbon light. save a little bit of money on a great bat, and also help support Everything Fast Pitch at the same time. Also, let's talk about patreon.com slash pitch. We want to say thank you to Clay Feliciano and Dan Sava for coming on board as new patrons. We've been talking about the patrons now for a couple of months now, and we've had some good momentum. We've been adding one or two patrons every week, which is the one thing that kept uh, Coach Don and I hopeful that we'll be able to have some long-term, uh, long-range success with the, with the podcast. Uh, we still need many more of you to come on board, but if we can keep the momentum going, keep adding a few people every week, it keeps things going closer and closer to the right direction. We have been operating in the red for quite a while, and if we can get to the point where we start to have uh, a few months in a row where we're at least not losing money. Um, I never expected to get rich in the podcast business, but I also expect to not get poor in it either. So, our topic on, uh, today, Don, is what are we going to do when we're coaching and it just goes wrong? The team just, for whatever reason, You know, how it uh, seems to snowball, that one error turns into two, two errors turns into four, one walk turns into two walks, two walks turns into four walks, all of a sudden four walks and an error, and and we're losing, and the game is completely out of control. So what are some ideas, what are some things we can do to try to get the train back on the tracks when it seems to be uh, careening to a terrible crash?
1: Tori, when these things happen, it just seems to be contagious, right? When a couple of things go wrong, everybody seems to contribute in their own way for, for the chaos. You know, as a coach, we need to try and figure out how we can uh, get back on track and settle everybody down. And a lot of times it can be a, a team huddle in between innings when we can have everybody take a breath, work on, you know, doing one thing at a time, um, you know, one pitch at a time and try and make each small event uh, better to make the whole salvageable. But a lot of times in my mind if we can get the pitcher and catcher calm and and settled everybody else can dig in and and do the same you know the catcher is the one person that everybody's looking at in the infield and if we can have them getting everything calmed and settled down and making sure everybody knows how many outs we got so we don't have little little airs with that and and what the situation is if we can break it down to one pitch at a time i think that you know we can get get things back on track sometimes
0: one of the things that I've seen more and more, um, and, and again, this is another, gonna be another one of those, uh, discussions where it's the pot calling the kettle black. Because for the vast majority of my career, I think I was more of the throw gasoline on the fire coach instead of trying to put the fire out coach. I was so quick to be angry myself when things weren't going well and we would make mistakes that I think I added a whole lot of aggravation and tension and likelihood that things were gonna keep going wrong more so than solve it. So the first thing I would say from, from the coach prep perspective is when things start to go haywire with your team, you can have a lot to say about how it's going to resolve itself by how you react. And if you can keep your composure, if you can stay calm, if you can be as upbeat and as positive as, as possible, like, like you said, Don, if you can call that timely time out, go out to the mound and you know, bring everybody back together again and you know, get them all to take a deep breath and kind of refocus on what's going to happen next instead of what's gone wrong so far I think all those things are, are going to fall on us as coaches and you know as I said before you know there, there's an awful lot of times in my life that I know you know my reaction and the way I was uh, likely to respond when things didn't go well um, probably made it worse than better so let's not uh, relive the same mistakes that I made and let's see if we can't do a better job moving forward
1: that, an interesting thing that we're all going to end up working through at some point, Tori, and when you're saying that you know, it starts with the coaches, I think that's a, a really strong point because our demeanor and our temperament is going to rub off on everybody, whether it be good or be bad, and at least give them a chance.
0: I understand where that comes from because I know when I'm coaching, if my team starts to play badly, I think it reflects on my abilities as a coach.
1: On you, yeah. And so
0: I look bad because we're playing badly. And the reason that we're playing badly is because I didn't do a good enough job or I didn't
1: coach well us. enough or yep.
0: teach the skills well enough or prepare the team well enough. And so I think recognizing that while ultimately you are responsible as the coach, it's not a direct reflection on you every time somebody makes an error or somebody you know strikes out with the bases loaded or whatever. And you trying to personalize it or act like it is some sort of personal affront or some sort of
1: reflection embarrassment of you, to you yeah.
0: personally I think is a really bad idea
1: and that makes sense because it seems to be normal that's human yeah, yeah. You know, and
0: it, it happens a lot more than we want to admit that it does right so you know the, the, the what's the joke about you know when you decide to coach that uh, you're you're allowing the decisions made by you know whatever the age of the kids are that you're coaching to control whether you're going to be happy or not you know like my my life and and for some coaches my livelihood you know, my happiness and, and whether or not I'm going to keep my job or not depends on the decisions made by the players that I'm coaching. Well, the obvious connection to that or, or next step to that is that the way my team plays and the, and the kinds of you know, performances that they put out on the field are a direct reflection on what kind of coach I am. You know, again, it's not always that direct of a line. And sometimes you can have done everything humanly possible to prepare your team to play well. And for whatever reason that day, it just doesn't happen. And I can remember, you know, a couple, two or three times in my life, by the second inning of a game, it was you know there was just no winning today. You know for whatever reason, you know there was just no you know we weren't coming back to win today. We were you know we no. we were trying to shift gears to you know damage control and making sure that uh, we didn't let uh, this one you know really weak effort you know carry over into game two or game three or next week or whatever it might be. You know that to me I think is the the moral to the story for our coaches is when you're having those days where the trains just completely come off the tracks, you know, let's just, you know, every once in a while you just have to, you know, notch it up to, you know, stuff happens kind of category. And instead of laboring it, you know, continuing to beat that dead horse, you know, do everything we can to turn it into something positive, Turn everything, you know, do everything we can to turn it into, you know, the best opportunity we have, the best way we possibly can to get this game over with so we can move on to the next one. So, you know, sometimes it's just you know, you just got to shake your head, and move on, and, and realize that those kinds of days happen to teams. If you watch professional sports, you're going to see major league teams get beat by 15 runs every once in a while. You're going to see professional football teams, you know, get beat by you know three or four touchdowns. You know, you're going to see championship basketball teams just get you know, run out of the gym because it's just it just happens every once in a while. And so sometimes it's the best strategy from a coaching perspective is to figure out how we can salvage the best we can do as little damage as we possibly can and move on to the next,
1: next challenge. I was going to say, it seems Tori, almost like that's, that's part of our our test for the year. Every now and then we have these days where everything does go wrong and we're being tested to see how we're going to react, to see how we're going to interact with the team and how, how we're going to try and salvage the day. But yeah, I think the, the calm head, like you're saying, and calm approach and limiting our exposure to the chaos is, is definitely a good plan. Right.
0: And just because you get angry or frustrated or you know, show the world that you know how how disappointed you are, if if you don't show those emotions, if you are able to you know manage yourself a little bit more positively than that. You still care, you still wanna win, you still are doing everything you can to make your team as successful as possible. Just you know, that day it just wasn't meant to be. Well, there was more than once in my career that the collateral damage I created in game one cost us the second game in the doubleheader or the first you know, the collateral damage I created in game one of the tournament cost us a chance to play really deep into the into the weekend because instead of being able to compartmentalize that one game and move on then all of a sudden there was like well is he going to act this way every time we play badly is he going to be this mad every time I make an error is it going to be this big a deal every time I strike out it ended up you know just being so negative now eventually I figured it out I tried to do a better job but it's just human nature for some of us to to, to react and we just have to learn to you know, understand what we're likely to do and, and do a better job of managing it
1: and I think too Tory the people the people that are close to us and that are around us know what you know great effort we've put into being prepared for that day and that they know that you know we've done our part to to do a good job for the kids for the team for for everybody so that's kind of a to me a key thing too to to staying calm is knowing that the important people know absolutely
0: all right well so hey, that's gonna wrap up number one fifty seven uh, coaches, make sure you send us topics and ideas, things that you're interested in talking about. Uh, Coach Don and I always like to talk about stuff that you're interested in. You can go to the fastpitchprep.com website, order your square cuts training discs. And if you're going to reach out to us, do so at fastpitchprep at gmail.com or everything fastpitch at gmail.com. Either one of those email addresses will get to us and we'll add your topics to the list of things that we're going to talk about in the future. Again, uh, make sure you support Anderson Bad Company. You use that EFP20 discount. Go to patreon.com slash everythingfastpitch. Become a patron if you can. And again, thanks, Clay and Dan, for coming on board. Coach Don and I really do appreciate it. So for Coach Don McKinley and our producer, Stan Lewis, this is Coach Torrey saying thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again next week.